the main thing that's wrong with doing nothing is that you never know when you are finished. This decision to get on board with Anchor has been one of the most uh, amazing decisions that this ministry has made. Four Minute Church, Pastor Oscar Smith speaking. Please uh, give us some consideration podcasting. Anchor has all the tools. Every episode, you're able to uh, put background music. They're just so helpful. And, uh, in fact, I'm using uh, this platform uh, to reach uh, beyond where the four-minute church ever thought it would go. So it's a good opportunity to get in touch with Anchor. And come on, let's get on board with this. Obtaining a boast-worthy testimony. A boast, braggadocious, uh, boastful, establishing street cred, you know, in the street walk by and you know tough guy and you know where I grew up it was important you had some level of street cred if you did not want a whooping I mean that's the easiest way to say it but it had to be boastworthy someone had to be able to say well Holmes I wouldn't mess with that person or I wouldn't mess with that young lady I wouldn't you know, mess with that that neighbor down the block. Boastworthy, boastworthy street cred. This is where I'm going with this. And you know, obtaining a boastworthy testimony. We live in a time when biblical predictions have become visible realities. You know, Paul wrote that in the last days, perilous times would come upon the earth. And you see that in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. And this was Paul's writing. He said that last days, these last days would bring about perilous times. And they would come upon the earth. Right now, things are taking place. We couldn't even imagine a few years ago. Now, I got a praying church out here. Y'all know (laughs) things are taking place that we can't even fathom. Uh, Who could fathom a 15-year epidemic of school shootings. Who could fathom a whole city shut down around the world because of the pandemic? And who could fathom 200,000 plus people in several months perished, passed away, uh, 
Jesus predicted that men would become lovers of themselves, lovers of money, hateful, proud, and arrogant. Jesus predicted this. And today, our nation's leaders can't agree on the most basic common principles. Can I get an amen to that? If someone has the nerve, the audacity to mention sin, he or she is called a bigot and made an outcast. You stand in some of these pulpits today and talk about sin, you'd be, you'd be an outcast. You'd get thrown out of these churches. As God's word is moved to the sidelines of our culture, sin becomes more and more decadent and becomes more and more prevalent. Pastors feel the spiritual bombardment. I know I feel it. Week after week, I learn that another marriage may be falling apart. Kids cut their own skin out of self-hatred. Just taking razors and fooling around with their eyelashes, cutting their arms, doing all kind of stuff. Uh, Drugs are more widespread than ever. And there are fewer voices of help as each month, 1,500 pastors are leaving the ministry. Pastors, <laughs> folks is going in one way, the congregation, the, the, the looky-loos and the pew warmers, they going on in, in one way because, you know, they like a crowd and they, they, they go in and they getting around all of these charismatic type pastors and, you know, TV preachers and stuff. And I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying the local pastors are leaving 1,000, 1,500 pastors, it's provable, are leaving the ministry every month, which is a crying shame. As the body of Christ, we, 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 we just can't sleep at night knowing this. I know I can. It's it's an unrest. And the Old Testament speaks of the sons of Ishakar, a group that had a knowledge of the times and skill in dealing with the world. Can the same be said of Christ's body today? If we discern the times, we know that this isn't a moment to be half-stepping. The only way for us to deal with with the world is not to let church be business as usual. Jesus said of certain demonic spirits, this kind does not go out by except by prayer and fasting. In these times, our prayers have to be fervent because without spiritual change, things are looking bleak. We, family, God's family, We're looking in the midst of darkness. Jesus calls us to be the light. And here is our message for such a time. Come on now. Here is our message. Greater 
you know this. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And we find that in 1 John, you already know it, chapter 4, 4. Greater is he that is in us than he or she that's creating all this havoc in the world. God has done some awesome work in the lives of his people. And each one of us is called to proclaim his glory through a boast-worthy testimony. Can you boast about what God has done for you even today? I know I can. And uh, I have no trouble being open about my failures and shortcomings. I just did a program earlier on growing growing in Christ versus gaining with goals and and being driven by money and success. I'd rather grow in Christ. I mean, I've gone down that road with pursuing the brass ring and kissing people's rings and wanting to be crazy successful. I got off that roller coaster. But I'm not... uh, Uh, I'm not going to uh, live a lifestyle where I have street cred and boastworthy street cred because those folk that I know and you hear it about every day, they're incarcerated. I mean, they come to really dramatic, demonic... They just come, I just haven't, I don't know of too many that's been in that game that come out landing on their feet. That's why I got away from it. Because they might be up one day and the next thing you know, they they involved in something that they never ever thought the outcome would be that way. Uh, (laughs) You know, uh, I can only say to you, um, <laughs> I, I could go so many ways with this, but I have never met a Christian who has not wanted, a believer who has not wondered, isn't there something more to this life in Christ? I, I mean, I've wondered myself, where, where is this going with I'm not trying to be goody two-shoes, but where does the body of Christ go? I mean, what's what's the end game? When we see God's power made manifest in this generation, maybe we're facing uh, some, some, some tough situations, some challenges where we need a blessing. We need God's intervention. And uh, it's time to let people know that we're tied in to a God who's a need meter. He's a way shower. And I much rather be involved in growing in grace and growing in Christ and growing an eternal relationship with Christ than to get out here 
and have a boastworthy street cred that's taken me straight to the grave. Small beginnings eventually affect entire communities. And we have got to approach uh, the gospel and we've got to cry out to change our cities at this hour, change our country, change our nation. And we've got to be a voice lifted at this hour in prayer. And uh, we gotta have a burden. We gotta have a burden for the loss. Our faith is meant to help others have a boastworthy testimony on what the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is doing at this hour.